right. As the to uh, celebrate the completion of the summer of Miyazaki and the fall of Miyazaki and the winter and Christmas of Miyazaki, um, we are going to have a special extra episode here. Um, going to be short, but we're going to do a couple things. Rosalind, can you explain the first thing that we're going to do? Okay, since we have watched 11 movies over the past six months, yeah. um, I myself even had a little bit of trouble remembering. <laughs> I'm like, what was that one about? Yep. So um, we are going to try to do something that I have stolen from another podcast. Um, it's The podcast is Harry Potter and the Sacred Readings. Okay. Maybe don't listen to it because I'm not sure how I feel about it, okay. but that's the podcast. Um, and you should listen to it if you want. It's really good. (laughs) Um, but anyways, so you do, we're going to do a 30 second recap of each movie. So it's going to be very short. It's going to be highlights. Obviously we're not going to be getting to details, but this is just to refresh your memory. Remember, this is what that movie was about. Okay. Um, and our memory as well. So, and if, uh, if we run out of time, we just got to stop. So yeah. So we are going to be eating each other, I suppose, so that we know to get to the end. I'll do a nice ding. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Okay, so you want me to go first? Okay, go first. Timer is... Go. Okay, Nausicaa Valley of the Wind is about a princess Nausicaa who lives in a post-apocalyptic world, thousands of years (laughs) post-apocalypse. She lives in a place where the forests are poisonous to the people, and um, there's also these big bugs that protect the forest. Um, Her dad gets killed by some bad people. The bad people are trying to... Oh my gosh, we have 20 seconds. (laughs) Basically, she ends up sacrificing herself and dies and comes back like a Christ figure and in the end um, they are I can't Ding. think <laughs> 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 so like a yeah so that's kind of the basic premise right Did we get <laughs> yeah. some ideas you got it right okay, okay so I got what okay. okay so now you have castle in the sky all right which is a, it's kind of a tough one There's holy mackerel how long even happens okay <laughs> you ready okay. yeah three two one um, in the future of the past, uh, floating cities once dominated the world. Um, a descendant of the rulers of the floating cities has a magical crystal that can restore power um, and prominence to this family. With uh, Shida and Patsu uh, combined forces, outrun pirates, um, and an evil villain who wants to use the power of the floating city to his own evil ends. Together they must uh, destroy the floating city and uh, defeat the evil villain. Ding. <laughs> that was really good. Okay. Because a lot happened in that movie. I was trying to think of it. Yeah. It was like very nice. <sighs> That's a tough one. 1989. Uh, 19, what was it? 1986. 1986. That's right. The last one was 1984. Okay. Okay. All right. Hold on. All right. <laughs> okay. My neighbor Totoro. Okay. You ready? Go. Two little girls move to the country to be closer to their mom, who is sick in a hospital. Uh, While they're there, the little girl May discovers um, some creatures. One of them is a creature named Totoro, uh, who is magical, and they go on adventures together. And um, they end up, uh, May runs away, and they try to find her, and Totoro ends up rescuing her, and then they get in a cat bus, and they go to see their mom, who is actually not that sick and getting better, and they give her some corn on the cob, and then... <laughs> That's basically the end. <laughs> you did a pretty good job on that one. <laughs> yeah, uh, that came out in 1989. Uh, yeah. 
Okay. It's a tough one. <laughs> okay. But that, that one has a simpler plot. Though. It does. Okay. I think, I think I can do this one. Okay. Right. Kiki's Delivery Service. Ready? 1993. Three, two, one. Young witch Kiki leaves home to find her place in the world. She sets up shop as a delivery witch who flies around town uh, delivering baked goods and other things to the citizens of this town. Um... Along the way, she starts to lose her powers. She makes friends with a young man, um, and she has to find the way to regain her powers and uh, rescue, uh, find her place in the community and rescue her friend before he falls off a blimp. Ding! That was perfect. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I got Porco Rosa. This is a really oh tough gosh. one. gosh. Okay, hold on. <laughs> okay, I think I got it. Okay. Summarize it. Porco Rosso, go. Okay. So Porco Rosso is a pig who is an airplane pilot. Um, he he gets in a dogfight with an American and ruins his plane and decides to go fix it. And he goes to Italy where he fixes it. And then he comes back with a fixed plane and he's going to fight this guy, the American, for big stakes. Don't worry about him. And then they get in this fight and they're fighting really bad. And then um, he ends up winning just barely. And he probably turns into a human Ding. at the end. <laughs> you completely left out uh, the girl. I was trying to answer her, but I couldn't remember the Adriatic. <laughs> so, yeah, there was the Adriatic. That was the big stage. Well, he was fighting for There's his little friend. Yeah, <laughs> that one was tough. All right. Okay, you get Whisper of the Heart. That's a good one. Oh, Whisper of the Heart. All right. And Porco Rosso was 1993. Whisper so of the Heart. 2006. Whisper of the Heart wasn't break. that. Was it? That's what I have. I don't know if that's can't right. Can't be right. Can't be right. I think you're probably. I think right. it's. It was probably like between... late, late, mid 90s. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. Whisper of the Heart. Okay. Three, two, one, go. A young girl discovers someone has been checking out the same books as herself from the school library. She goes on a mission to discover the mysterious identity uh, or discover who this mysterious Seiji Amasawa is. Mm. Her um, investigations leads her to an old antique shop um, and uh, a mysterious cat figurine that inspires her to write a novel. And finally, Seiji Amasawa, who turns out to be the love of her life. And... Uh, Think it's about Ding. <laughs> Good summary. Yeah. You could get very deep into that one. Yeah, exactly. Oh, good. I get spirited away. Okay. Oh, really? That one's hard. Well, I, I know that Wait, movie very spirited well. Spirited away? I think. Do no, I have no. The... Princess Mononoke. Oh, you're right. Dang it. Away. I get Princess really <laughs> Okay. What's the guy's name again? Ashitaka. Ashitaka. Okay. This one has a very convoluted plot. I okay. expect all the plot details. <laughs> okay. Okay, Ashitaka is a prince of a peaceful village. He gets infected by an evil spirit and goes to uh, investigate it. Along his way, he meets lots of people. One of them is Princess uh, Mononoke, who is a wolf child. She hates humans, and together um, they get thrown together. They have a very romantic moment where she feeds him, and then they uh -huh. decide to sort of unite, but not really, to fight bad people. And in the end, the spirit god gets his head cut off, but they put the head back on, and and then Ding. they decide to start a new world. <laughs> Wait, you didn't come with the lady like Ashitaka or no, Lady Iron Aboshi, City. Iron City. 
You got this forest spirit at the I end. Really I was wondering if I really also wanted to get the fact that she fed him in. <laughs> yeah. My I'm glad part. you mentioned that because I was going to say that is one of those moments. It was one it's of those moments. moments. Yes, okay. that's right. So you get spirited away. Okay, spirited away. Here we go. Oh, man. Okay, I have to prepare myself for this one. Okay. Uh, okay. Three, two, one, go. Chichiro's parents, a uh, young 12-year-old, no, 10-year-old Chichiro's parents are put under a curse when they go into a mysterious uh, carnival or no, a uh, uh, place, uh, this mysterious <laughs> world. She has to work in a bathhouse to break the curse on her parents, all the while um, remembering her name. Um, she meets a friend who's also a dragon. She uh, realizes that the evil witch controlling the bathhouse has a nice twin, twin sister that she befriends and breaks the curse. Ding. <laughs> That's a tough that one. That's good. Got a lot of points. <laughs> Got like the cool calm collected thing going here. Okay. okay oh my so gosh, I have Howl's Moving Castle. That's another hard oh one. Oh dear. Hold on, hold on. Um, what's her name again? Uh, Sophie. Sophie, yes. That's an easy one. Okay. Okay, Sophie gets turned into an old lady in the beginning by a rich. She gets a job in Hal's Moving Castle, who's a famous wizard. He ropes her into um, doing some work for her, and she um, starts kind of getting younger throughout the whole thing. It ends up that he almost dies, but she goes into his memory and figures out why he is so mature, which is a spirit or a god or a star or something stole his heart. So she reunites him with his heart, and um, they fall in love. Love and Ding. I feel like I did good on you that. You did one. really good on that one, actually. Right? Yeah. Okay. That was very good. That's the main okay. So okay. I have Ponyo. Ponyo. All right. I don't think I have to do the wind rises because we just talked about it. Oh, you don't think oh. so? Okay, I could Three try. Three seconds. Come okay. On. Okay. Three, two, one, go. Uh, basically the little mermaid in a way that makes sense. Um, it's the story of a young girl who's a fish, a magical fish who, um, falls in love with a young, a five-year-old boy. Um, and she wants to become a real girl. So she, uh, uses her magic to become a real girl, but this throws the entire world out of balance. And, um, and she has to leave, uh, her fish family to become a real human and that's the thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's about it. Oh, that uh, you know, I think that Got Miyazaki it. sees or is a picture of the wizard, right? The wizard? The her, the dad. Oh, you think so? A little so? bit like trying to like make the world right again um, and like bring be. nature Yay. back into balance. Lucky I don't know. That was me. Okay. Interesting thought there. Okay, well, the wind rises. Shouldn't be too wind hard. Wind rises. Okay, last one. Okay. About an aeronautical engineer who uh, spends his life trying to create the perfect uh, bomber plane. He um, goes through a lot doing this. He ends up finding um, the love of his life. They get married, but she dies. <laughs> um, he, I don't even know what else to say. He invents the plane in the end, yeah. and um, what else happens? You really don't need much in there. Yeah, that's about it. I mean, 25, okay. 26. Okay. That's, about, that's all I have. Wow, you didn't even need, like, game. Yeah. Well, I really just summarized. Okay. <sighs> okay, well, now you know everything you need to know about <laughs> the Miyazaki filmography. And I kept saying airplane engineer during our previous thing, but it's actually aeronautical. Aeronautical engineer. Aeronautical engineer. Levi, Levi, Levi. Really. Okay, but now the part that you've all been waiting for, where we give the definitive ranking of the Miyazaki films, and you know this is the definitive ranking because we're doing it and because I'm sure we won't disagree. 
No. It's kind of like when the um, the Hebrew uh, uh, scholars translated the Old Testament from Hebrew mm. into Greek, and they knew uh, forty different uh, forty different Pharisees, I believe, or mm. forty different scribes. No, scribes. I'm sorry. Translated the the Old Testament from Hebrew into Greek, and they knew that God had directed them because when they compared their translations, not a single difference was found. Yeah, that's between actually them. really crazy. Exactly. Um, and so this is exactly the same thing. This is it. This is. Um, this and if it's not it. that way, then we know that Levi is wrong. Exactly that. <laughs> that God, just, God spoke to me. I had a rusty or bad connection with God. Yeah, you need to tune the radio <laughs> so, in a little bit. So we will we'll, we'll allow Rosalind's to be the definitive <laughs> ranking, but we have 11 movies to rank. Yes. So now this is going to be the shocking question because, you know, the, the, the top and bottom yeah. will blow your minds. What, what happens next what will you see shock next you. What you see next will shock you. Will shock you. You won't believe number three. You won't. Oh yeah, exactly. You know. Exactly. Um, so this is like the clickbait um, right. the headlines <laughs> here. Um, so this is this is the definitive culture zoo rankings here. Okay. Brace yourself. So we are going to start with number eleven. So the worst dun, dun, one. Dun, dun. Our least, least favorite. favorite. There is no bad one. There is no bad one. I will say there is not a single bad one. And I'll here. also say my top six could basically be shuffled, and yes. all of them are adored. Yes, I mean there's not a, there's not a single one that I hate in this. Yes. But we will say the one. The way I went about it was like if you were going to be like, let's watch a movie. Here's eleven movies. Which one would you pick first? Exactly. Second, third. That was the one. Which one do I want to? W- Which watch? one do I want to sit down and watch? Yeah. So it's basically like what I want to watch the okay. most. But they're all good. Right. Number 11. Roslyn, should I start and you, you go? Start, okay. You go. Number 11, I have The Wind Rises. No way. <laughs> <laughs> really? Okay. I, I wrote this about it. I said, highly impressive on an artistic level, but felt out of place in the Miyazaki canon True. for me. Easy film to admire. Hard for me to love. Hmm. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So I have... Dun, 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 Nausicaa Valley of the Wind. Nausicaa Valley of the Wind. And I will tell you why. Whoa. Um, I feel like he was gaining his feet. Okay. I feel like he knew what he wanted to say, but wasn't as skilled at saying it. Okay. As, as as skilled as saying it at this point. A standalone, great movie, but it does not, to me, hold up. Also, visually, um, I don't know if it's just the way that the film has aged, but the colors are not the same. It hmm. looks aged and dated a little bit. Yeah, interesting. And the score is a little bit dated. Okay. I mean, there's things that I absolutely adore about it, but um, that is kind of where I put that. Okay, interesting. And I think also he says what he wanted to say better in Princess Mononoke. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. Okay, I'll give you that. Um, The I I will also mention we did we never reviewed uh, the Castle of Caligistro. Um, Lupin the Third, which is a film he directed, but it was like part of a TV series Mm -hmm. that was done. So. It's a very good film. You should watch that too, mm-hmm. but it does not feel like another Miyazaki film. This was before he did any Ghibli stuff. So oh, okay. It's not on the list. Okay. Sorry, folks. All right. So yeah, number 11, The Wind Rises for me, Nausicaa Valley of the Wind for Rosalind. Okay. Right. Moving on, number 10. And I will say coming in at number 10, I have Porco Rosso. Porco Rosso. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I, so here's my kind of take on yeah. this. I said it's a very weird film mm-hmm. with a few sublime moments mm-hmm. and pieces. It's fun and beautiful, but it works less as a whole. I mm-hmm. feel like feels like he wanted to make a very serious adult film, mm-hmm. but kind of, but kind of uh, got a little nervous and added in some really silly, goofy, rompy stuff. Yeah. And so it doesn't really work well as an entire piece, but has some great moments. Yes. I would agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. 
What were your thoughts? On I that? mean, the same, same idea where it's just kind yeah. of like hard to wrap your mind around beautiful parts, but um, just and I mean, I liked it probably better than Nausicaa because I felt like mm. the animation was amazing yeah. um, and I got what he was saying part of the time, but huh. um, felt like a little bit of floundering almost, like yeah. you said, like it's a little bit, a little bit off the mark. On that yeah, one. just yeah. a tiny bit. Okay. Number nine, coming in at number nine. This one might shock you. You're going to be shocked by mine. Okay, I have Ponyo. Oh, I nope. have Kiki. Kiki? Okay. Because I know you love Kiki. I, well, I... And I love Ponyo. Okay, yeah, I thought, yeah. So this is my take on Ponyo. I'd say a wonderful film for younger kids. Mm-hmm. I think it's like peak in the creativity in the animation department. So it's amazing. I felt like for me, it doesn't have the emotional highs that the other... Miyazaki films have mm. and the climax feels a little underwhelming to okay. me but um I think there's some moments in there that I absolutely adore yeah yeah okay so I have Kiki's delivery service because yeah, yeah. um I just felt disappointed by um the medium that that's what he did with it a little bit hmm. that to me it was like I had all these exciting excitement like oh she's a witch like what's yeah. gonna happen it's gonna be fun it's gonna be fun and then the magic was sort of just like this side thought so because of that I was a little disappointed hmm. I think it was my expectations that made me have that reaction because it is a great movie and mm-hmm. the characters are great and the story is really really sweet but to me and also there was very little plot so I kind of felt like um just a little bit let down from that hmm. one okay all right, well, let's go on to number eight. Okay. I have Kiki's Delivery Service. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> What's your number? Uh, mine is The Wind Rises. The Wind Rises. Mm-hmm. Okay, interesting. All right. So my thoughts, it kind of all echo what you said mm-hmm. about Kiki's Delivery Service. I think it's a beautiful, pleasant film that's basically a character study. Mm-hmm. There's like Almost really, like yeah, yeah, it's, I think Kiki's like one of her great heroines to mm-hmm. me. I think she's a great character. I think the supporting cast in that one is great too. Um, and the European settings mm-hmm. are really fun, so fun and beautiful. But it's it it lacks a little bit of tension. Mm-hmm. It's very much a character study. So right. it's yeah, and like she's a great character, yeah. but it's kind of like you know, yeah. It's it, it doesn't have like the like intensity. It may have been a better novel. Hmm. Yeah, interesting. So you had at number eight, and I have the wind rises at number eight. Um, I mean, I really actually don't have anything bad to say. It's starting to kind of yeah. get into my like, well, yeah. they're all really good at this. Yeah, point. yeah, exactly. All right. Well, uh, so number seven. Number seven. Number seven. I have Castle in the Sky. Castle in the Sky. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think this is an absolutely great film. I yeah. loved it. It's a lot of, it's like one of the more fun Ghibli films. Mm-hmm. I think Patsu is a great fun hero. He's amazing. I think the pirates are awesome, Love hilarious, antagonists. I think she is just a tiny bit bland. She is. I think that if she, I think this would. They'd spice her up a little bit. I think just, if they'd just given her a. The voice. I, I wonder if it's the voice I act. The voice. I can't. You might be right. Yeah, um, I think the world building and visual creativity is awesome. It's a great movie. It is love great. So many like fun things visually, and kids love. Like, Calvin loved it. Mm-hmm. The pirates are so cool. Yeah, it's a great one. If you had just, and I also, yeah, if you had just given a little bit more character. I think it could have made it even mm-hmm. higher. Like if she had just been like a little bit more emoting in her voice, it may have pulled it together. Yeah. And a pack. Maybe we just need to watch the uh, Japanese. Like watch it dubbed. So yeah. Like yeah, it. yeah. Yeah. Not or the, uh, the subtitles. Yeah. That's what I mean. All right. Uh, number six. Okay. I have Spirited Away. Oh my gosh, Levi. I know this might be a little bit shocking. Yes, this is probably a very shocking one. I have Princess Mononoke. Interesting. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yes. This is very different here. Uh-huh. Okay. I would say... 
a Miyazaki classic. Definitely. I mean, this is a great film. It's awesome. Yeah. It's the first one I ever saw. I loved it. Yeah. It's kind of a scary Alice in Wonderland a little bit. Mm-hmm. I think it has all the emo- hits all the emotional highs of his best work. I think the animation is just like just so amazing mm-hmm. in this one. It's like the creativity, the animation. Um, I think Chichiro is an awesome protagonist. She's one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. I love her story. I think I think a few of the supporting characters could be a little bit better. Maybe you mean like the boy? I think the boy is a little bit bland. Okay. He he kind of gets my Sheeta criticism he's a little enchanted. bit less. He's enchanted. You're right. You're right. You know I don't know. I mean it's I hard know. to say anything. It's hard to say. Yeah, I guess I I, I guess that's and maybe it's just because I've seen it a lot recently. Yeah. That's why it fell down on the list. Yeah. Because it's great. It's an awesome film. So, yeah, I have Princess Mononoke. I have very little bad to say about that. Um, I mean, I love that movie. So it's kind of, I'm going to say from six up, literally, like, I kind of have nothing bad to say about them. It's just probably the amount I enjoyed them on just, like, an entertainment level at this point. Yeah. Because I love all of them, but are you not entertained? You know, like, the most entertained to the, Mm -hmm. I guess, I don't know. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, Princess Mononoke, um... Yeah. I, I can't think of anything, can't bad, think of anything to bad to say about that. <laughs> yeah. All right. I'm going to say um, number five. Okay. Boom, boom, boom. My Neighbor Totoro. Oh, Levi. Okay. What, what well, I'm close. I have Ponyo. Ponyo. Yeah. Okay. Um, and yeah, I love these films. So yeah, it's, it's, it's kind of like, it's hard to rank them. Yeah. It's like ranking your children at this point. <laughs> what do I like right now? <laughs> um a simple, joyful movie to mm-hmm. me, I think, is it's like very joyful. So happy. Um, not really a plot, hardly a plot, Fairly but there, a plot. it's very emotional at the same time. I think that's where this one like succeeds um, a lot, of, even over like something that doesn't have a lot of plot, like The Wind Rises, mm-hmm. um, is that it's still like there's so much like emotion going on mm-hmm. in it. It's like there's so much kind and so of, much character. There's so much character. Yeah, yeah. you just love kind of everyone in it. Think. Totoro is a wonderful character. He doesn't ever say a word, mm-hmm. but he's awesome. Um, and the dad. The dad's yeah. great. Yeah. The animation and creativity is amazing. And the theme song's awesome. Totoro, mm-hmm. Totoro. And Ponyo, the theme, I mean, yeah. I love Ponyo because my kids love it too. Yeah. Like, and they feel very similar to me. Yes, yeah. they are where it's like the little kids are the heroes. Yeah. It's very fun. It's creative. There's little yeah. risk. There's no scariness. Yeah. It's just fun. And yeah. like I say, Ponyo, like we watched like three times as a family Yeah. and, um, the kids sing the song all the time. Similarly catchy song. Yeah. Desi's always like, I'm Ponyo, I'm Ponyo. <laughs> you know? And so we, we call him little Ponyo and yeah. I, I love Ponyo. Yeah, yeah, they feel very similar to me. I think there's just something, there's something about Totoro. Maybe it's the setting or just and like it's so subtle. It's, and just the, I, I love the emotional stuff that's going on with the characters in that mm-hmm. one. Um, all right, number four. Nausicaa Valley of the Wind. Wow. Yeah. Strange, huh? Yeah, I know. I don't know. I mean, it's good. It's kind of surprising. Yeah, I know. It's funny that that's your bottom one. Um, For me, um, I think it's amazing that this was his second feature film. Yeah. Um, I love like the desperate struggle for survival thing going on like the post-apocalyptic thing but the fact that it's also like fun beautiful kind of exhilarating adventurous uh, i think nausicaa is kind of his 
first great heroine. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I like the the villains in that are really kind of complex and interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love the climax, the the mm-hmm. the the way the film wraps up. Really I think it's pretty awesome. Yeah. It, it, I, I don't know for me that it's to me it kind of just gets into like which one like hits me in the gut a little mm-hmm. bit more. And Nausicaa really hits me in the gut. I agree with you that the 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 score is a bit clunky. Yeah. Um, it definitely dated. Like you you, you can hear really the 80s synth. Yeah. And the animation is not like as vibrant as but it's still I just still love it I don't know it's like it feels dated but it also is like dated in a good way for me yeah so I mean and like I say it's not like it's not like I dislike it it's just it's really hard to rank them yeah and who you had a number four a number four I have my neighbor Totoro my neighbor Totoro so it's yeah it's up there yeah, exactly. All right, number three. Okay. I've got Whisper of the Heart. Okay. I've okay. got Howl's Moving Castle. Howl's Moving Castle. Okay. Um, I think, yeah, I mean, it's so hard. You know, I would watch any of these right now, right. just about. Exactly. You know, so it's, uh, um, I don't know. I mean, this is, I, I, as I look at these, I'm like, man, maybe I should have put Whisper of the Heart. I know, that's how I'm feeling. I'm like, I want to move stuff one. around right yeah, now. Yeah, I, I could put Whisper of the Heart at number one yeah. very easily. Um, Maybe because Miyazaki didn't direct it, I felt a little shamed right. doing that. But right. um, it just feels very Miyazaki. It feels very, very Miyazaki. He wrote it. Yeah. He produced it. So, um, but it's something I could just like watch again and again so for me. And um, I love every single character in it. Um, all it's like the subtle details, all the little things mm-hmm. from like even like the sound design is so awesome. Like the down to the like a clock in an antique shop, mm-hmm. and I think like. The scene where uh, Shizuki sings "Country Roads" Roads is probably like one of my favorite scenes in a movie ever. I kind of agree. Like, and that song, the way it opens with the song, and then it's brought through throughout the movie. I mean, it's just so skillful. Like, it's beautiful. Yeah, but it's awesome. Okay, and you had Hal's Moving Castle. Hal's Moving Castle. Yeah, this movie's amazing. I love Sophie. I love Hal. I love Mm -hmm. that he chose this immature child to. As how to mm-hmm. to work with and how they dealt with that and Sophie is such a strong character in even in her ugliness and mm-hmm. um, and all the supporting characters are great. I mean, this movie is is spot on. All right, well, we have number two. Dun dun dun. dun. I have House Movie Castle. House Movie Castle. What's your number two? I have Whisper of the Heart. Whisper of the Heart. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So to, to echo for House Moving Castle, I'd say um, this is one of those movies that always gets me emotionally. I don't know mm-hmm. why. I think it's the romance. He does it right. Mm-hmm. I think Sophie's a character I kind of have a crush on. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's awesome. And the animation is just insanely yeah. good at this. I mean, it's like they're all so good, but this one is just like so stinking creative, so beautiful. so beautiful. It's one of my all-time favorite films, and I think I love just the build towards the end. Mm-hmm. Um, the The end is a little bit abrupt, but it doesn't bug me at all. Yeah, no, I think, it totally works, and I it has such it a works. happy end. Yeah, it does, but it's like such a emotional ending to yeah. me. I just absolutely love it. One of my all-time favorites. Yeah. And so, yeah. so I have whisper of the heart. I mean, yeah. same stuff. Same like stuff. You said. Yeah. Right. Yep. Yep. All right. So number one, and I'm not sure. Well, maybe I know what your number one is. I haven't really been keeping track. So number one for me, Princess Mononoke. Princess Mononoke. I thought maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and mine is Spirited Away. Spirited Away. I feel very loyal to that movie because it was the first one I've seen. And I still think it is kind of like an epitome of him yeah. with the little heroine as a little girl. The emotional connection between her and... Um, 
Shiitake River. I don't remember Shiitake <laughs> River, whatever his yeah. name is. Um, the River Spirit. Yeah, is is really like I, I like that it's not romantic, uh-huh. but it's like this deep friendship that's love yeah. and caring for each other. And mm. I, it was one of the one of the movies I think of when you think of the villain who's not a villain and the person who's scary is not in the end. And, and there's so many, um, just like themes in that movie that I think are true and like, Mm -hmm. uh, just interesting, you know, not just good and evil, but like so many cool themes. It's a a good Um, one. So I love that movie. Yeah. And the soundtrack, like, Oh, so yeah. For me, I think this was so like ridiculous. This is so hard, but, Mm -hmm. I think um, the reason I put Princess Mononoke at number one is it has all the strengths of the other Miyazaki films, but there's a few levels of epicness that happen that kind of bump it a little bit over. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the heroes and villains are complex and interesting, but there's just a few scenes in there that I'm like, I could watch that mm-hmm. like again and again and again. Mm-hmm. And it is so stinking awesome. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. um, so, and it's a really fast pace. It never lets up. It's just like kind of stunningly, awesomely mm-hmm. amazing achievement. So that's my number one. These, these rankings may change. So, but yeah, uh, like rather, I, say, I think my top six and even more, I mean, they all move around. Yeah, exactly. It's kind of like, what do you feel like? Exactly. I, I hear you. I hear you. So, so that is the official ranking, ranking of the Hayao Miyazaki filmography. Yeah. Because you know the best way to value art is to rank it in a sequential <laughs> order. <laughs> it's really the only way. That's the only way you can judge it. I mean, yeah, I know I love to, you know, rank the uh, the paintings of, uh, you know, the Sistine Chapel. Right. Like, you know, which is better. The 10 best faces in the Sistine Chapel. <laughs> the 10 most ripped abs. And the naked people in the Sistine Chapel. <laughs> uh, definitely have. Um, no, but I mean, there's not a bad one in mm-hmm. any of Miyazaki's films. Um, just watch them all if you haven't seen them, even if they kind of gross you out or freak you out. A little and they don't freak you out. Like, I know. Gotta get used to it. It's not scary. It's not anime. Miyazaki hates anime. He thinks it's like. He thinks it's ugly and crass and not beautiful. Yeah. It's not anime. It just happens to come from the same country that anime mm-hmm. comes from. And it is so thoughtful. Yeah. yeah. Well, thank you so much, everyone who's listened through this and um, bared with our long yeah. gaps and um, obsession over Hayao Miyazaki <laughs> and um, we hope you've enjoyed our, our summer of Miyazaki I, yeah. I think I have um, I feel like it's time for us to talk about something that we don't like as much I think that'd be nice yeah because yeah, we're just like we have a hard time saying anything bad I don't think we've said a bad <laughs> a, a criticism really throughout this entire thing yeah. anything serious so it's time for Revenge of the Sith. It is, is basically time for Revenge of the Sith. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks, Roz. Yeah. Thank, thank you. you to everyone who's listening. We will talk soon.